It's the William Tell Show. I call myself William Tell. You can call me Bill. Thank you for including me in your world. Today we deal with a sensitive topic. 18, 24 months ago, I decided to speak candidly about race and let the chips fall where they may. This carries a price because the things I'm going to say will offend many people. I could go so far as to say that if this first segment doesn't offend you, something's wrong. When this George Floyd mess passes, and it will pass, and there will be no meaningful change, I see nothing to indicate there will be meaningful change. We'll be back to the situation that black folk create for themselves the circumstances they live in, and the malice they display towards themselves and one another guarantees that the Derek Chauvins of the world will continue to think it's okay to abuse black folk just as they abuse themselves and one another. Until black folk love themselves like white folk love themselves, there will be no meaningful change. I'll say this, goodwill is wealth. I'll say it again, goodwill is wealth. I'll say it again, goodwill is wealth. Malice creates poverty. The area around my church within a one-mile radius is completely black. There are no white people. And within a 100-yard radius of my church, it's actually pretty nice. Beyond that 100 yards, in any direction, the quality of life declines precipitously. This is a function of where people are and are not choosing to display goodwill towards themselves and one another. I recently came across an old post. Someone stole my tablet. I will link to it. It tells how I first developed the concept of a living hell based on what I saw in the all-white 200 block of South Durham Street in Fells Point in 1990 and 91. The post goes into some detail about the malice those folk displayed toward themselves and one another. I must have a thousand stories. But the post also says, all this was nothing compared with the depravity I was destined to meet in Barclay. Barclay. I lived there from 2006 to 2011, the onlyest white man in a hood where most black folk will not go. The one for today is this. I saw this girl in a store 12 or 13 years old, very pretty girl, but she had a scar. Someone, some man, had slashed her from ear to chin because she told him no. I actually saw several girls like that. Suge Knight created an atmosphere of such hostility inside Death Row Records that the rapper King Crooked bought a bulletproof vest and two guns to protect himself while at work. I will link to the article. This had nothing to do with poverty or racism. Suge Knight came up in the best home you can possibly imagine. 
All of my black friends on Facebook are in denial as to the extent of black-on-black -black crime. Blacks account for one-eighth of the population, but half the murders. That's four times out of proportion. I will link to the FBI report. Black crime is disproportionate in every category, but only as to murder is it wildly out of whack. Poverty and racism cannot account for this. It's all a matter of how black folk choose to do each other. There will be no meaningful change until black folk start choosing differently. It begins with choosing to love yourself. Mainstream people hardly ever give self-love any thought. In their world, it's taken for granted. Not so among the disenfranchised, where loving oneself is a matter of swimming upstream against the current of constant negativity produced by people who do not love themselves and don't want you to love yourself either. It's a heroic quest, and in the end, one must become one's own hero. Upward mobility is hard for anyone. It takes work in more ways than one. As to work work, to maintain a mainstream standard of living, it's necessary that one work a full-time job, whereas many of the men around me do not want to work at all. And this is analogous to the spiritual or emotional work of giving up resentments, accepting disappointments, and wishing the best for people you may not even like. Loving myself means consistently choosing the path that's best for me, even if it's hard. That's work, too. It also entails maintaining goodwill towards myself and everyone around me. That creates wealth. I've got the back of any woman or man who's willing to make the effort.